Hey, what's up? Hello. Welcome to Sounds Fake But Okay, a podcast where an arrow ace girl, I'm Sarah, that's me. And a straight girl, that's me, Kayla. Uh, talk about all things to do with love, relationships, sexuality, and pretty much anything else that we just don't understand. On today's episode, romantic relationships are more important than platonic ones. Sounds, Sounds fake, fake, but, but okay. okay. up my dudes welcome back <laughs> what do they welcome back to the podcast <laughs> good one already introduced it kayla what are we talking about this week romance is dead <laughs> romance is dead no basically i have a a bit of a it seems outwardly controversial opinion but i think if you guys will hear me out Sarah just has some feelings. I have feelings about this. For once in her life. Sarah has some feelings. Listen, don't perpetuate stereotypes that age people have no feelings, That's true. You have a lot of feelings. I have a lot of feelings. I cry a lot. Um, (laughs) Okay, but yeah, so basically, I've got a lot of things to say. She does. And I don't really know where to start, so we're just just starting. Um, We out here, though. We out here. So, um, basically... I don't know if any of you guys live in this world, but I think most of you do. And (laughs) in the society that I live in, and the one you live in, Kayla, congratulations. Michigan. (laughs) Good one. Um, (laughs) But basically, something I have found in my experience as an ace person, which I'm sure you guys have also experienced, but if you are not arrow ace, you may not have noticed it, is that... um, is the way society views romantic relationships versus platonic relationships and the way it values or does not value them. Um, So I'm going to give y'all a little little example for starters. So if you think about, like, say Kayla has had an emergency and Kayla needs to go to the emergency room. Honestly, a real situation. Real situation. I'm sure. I'm sure I'll bring you to the emergency room at some point. Oh, for sure. Um, but say, so say she has an emergency, and I go with her to the emergency room, and because of that, I miss work. Okay. So, and then I call into work, and I'm like, "Hey, I sorry, I have to miss because." I have brought my friend to the emergency room. They might be like, um, okay. Like, sounds fake. All right, sounds (laughs) fake. Um, but if that same thing happened and say I was, like, engaged to someone and I took my fiancé to the emergency room, it would be something that would be, people would understand it more and people would be a little bit more forgiving when it's someone that like oh you're in a romantic relationship with them you know you're engaged to them you're gonna have a long relationship supposedly i mean divorce rates these days (laughs) am i right ladies um (laughs) yeah i mean earlier this summer i got in a pretty bad car accident and i was Mm -hmm. fine and everyone was fine but it freaks me out because Mm -hmm. i already hate driving and i called my boyfriend like crying because I was like stuck in my car and I was like I'm dying yeah and so he had just been about to go into work and he emailed his boss and was like my girlfriend just got in a car accident I'm not coming in today and Mm -hmm. just left like he didn't even go talk to them and they were like yeah for sure like go 
Right. But I have to think about if he was like, hey, my roommate or my friend, like, I don't... Would Would they they they, be okay with Would they have had the same, like, immediate, like, yeah, go reaction? Exactly. And then it's, it's a similar thing that happens also... When you're like, say, I'm at the hospital with you, yeah. As someone but, who like, you can't come into, the I room. can't come in with you. I can't like. There are certain things that I can't do. Like, I I know some of it is to do with like, well, if you're married, you have certain benefits, it's just and like that's a whole stuff, other yeah. whole other topic, the legal end of it. But like, just like the fact that if you are in a romantic relationship with someone, it is seen as like. You, of course, you're very important to this person. You must mm-hmm. go in with them. Where if it's, like, a friend, it's, like, like but that's you? just your yeah. your roommate. Or, yeah. like, like, do you really want them here? Or, like, they're just going to be in the way? Or, yeah. like, that sort of thing. Um, so, it's just kind of the thing of, like, no matter how long you've been together. Because the person at the hospital, your boss, doesn't necessarily know if you've been together for five years or if you've been together for, like, a month. Yeah. It doesn't matter how long you've been together. It doesn't matter... Like, they don't need to know anything about the relationship, like how deep your connection is or, like, how well you know each other. A romantic relationship is automatically going to be, like, a reason for, you know... Mm-hmm. That to, for you to be like, okay, like go to the hospital, whatever. Whereas, like, a friendship, not necessarily so. And that's not necessarily to do with the depth of the friendship or the relationship, but just by virtue of it being romantic. Yeah. And you know, what I think part of the thing is, is that with friendships, there's not like a hard label, I think. Right. Like, when you get in a relationship, you're like dating or you're seeing them, and mm-hmm. then you like go steady or whatever. Right. You're like, Boyfriend, yeah. So then, then your boyfriend, girlfriend, yeah. And so then you are officially like partners. You're officially in this relationship. For friendships, like the line between acquaintance, friend, and like best friend, like doesn't really mean much. Yeah. Anyone, and you know, there's just not much of a difference. It's very fluid with the friendship. How deep your friendship is, because Mm -hmm. I have people that I consider my best friends, but those two relationships look very different. Right. Whereas people that I've called my boyfriend, the depth of the relationship is kind of standard, I guess. Right. And I think people, when you say you're dating someone or you're in a relationship, a romantic relationship with someone, people know what to expect. They know what it's going to quote unquote look like. Right. Um, Whereas with a, a platonic relationship, that's not necessarily the case. Right. Um, which, maybe that's part of it, but, like, I mean, I've had... I've had this experience with friends, with other people that I know, who, you know, they get in a relationship and they just ditch all their friends. Because, oh, Because, like, yeah. you know, this... this Like, having a romantic relationship is, like, the, the height mm-hmm. of a relationship. Like, this is the only one that matters now. Yeah. And, like, that sort of thing. And, like, I mean... That's, I think, a shitty thing to do. <laughs> but, like, just the thought that, like, even though that's kind of seen as, like, uh, kind of a crappy thing to do, it's not, like, taboo to do that. Like, it's not unusual to do that. No, I have a long time. And, like, also just, like, when you're with your significant other in a group of friends, like, I feel like I've experienced this at least sometimes where, like, I'm in a group with two people in the group who are dating and they, like, just, like, get distracted and kind of just ignore everyone else. And it's like, what? Why is third wheeling a thing? To be fair, I would say that when we're in a group That's together, true. we often get very distracted by each that other. That is true. For me, when I'm in that situation personally, if I'm with 
the person I'm currently dating, he gets very shy, and mm-hmm. so that's why that's I often give him more attention. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's I feel just, like it does depending on the, it, on the, yeah. on the but case. I do understand what you mean, right? Because I've been in situations where people like you're with a group of people, whether that's family, whether that's friends, and like two people who are dating just kind of like go off away, <laughs> and I'm like, what? But also, I mean, that could just be, like, an infatuation thing. I mean, when people start relationships, they're so obsessed with each other. And that doesn't happen so much with friendships. It doesn't happen with friendships. But I also think friendships are more slow-evolving, though. Mm. Like, we... I don't know. Like, our friendship... I I suppose our friendship did not take long to develop. But if you think about... Like, I don't know. I just feel like friendships, since they don't have that hard label... Right. Like, take they take longer to evolve most of the time, and you don't have, like, that honeymoon. There's no honeymoon poop. Honeymoon. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> nice. Honeymoon period to a friendship, really. Right. It's not as much of a thing. Right. But I think that is partially a testament to how relationships are treated yeah. by society, and it's, like, just the the, the fact that society views them as having a higher value and so you place more value on it and so like when you first start dating someone you're like oh my god I love you so much like this is gonna be forever this is gonna be the greatest relationship ever and like I think that's kind of part of the reason why honeymoon phase happens yeah I mean I'm not an expert on that dating thing sure whatever that is (laughs) honestly me (laughs) but I don't know I I feel the need to give a disclaimer here, where, like, I understand that some romantic relationships are going to be, you know, quote-unquote, greater than platonic ones because of the two people, because of the connection they have. Like, I think, like, especially, like, romantic relationships that are, like, very much based in friendship, Mm -hmm. that relationship, over time, might become your most important relationship. Right. And that's that's okay, and that might happen. Yeah, but it shouldn't be... Because the reason it's more important shouldn't be because it's romantic. Right. It should be because of you and the other person and the connection you have. And so, like, I just have beef with, you know, people are like, oh, like, they assume that that connection is deeper, like, you're closer, like, it's more important just because, like, what, you're fucking each other? Like, (laughs) like, I mean, I know that that not all romantic relationships include sex, but, like, if we're talking societal norms here, it's like, oh, man... They're doing the do. They're buds. That's also stupid because then you have a lot of people, especially in college and, like, I feel like our age, are just hooking up. Yeah. So why is it then that hookups, which do involve sex, if sex is the thing that's different, Yeah. then, like, why aren't hookups your most important relationship, you right. know? And, I mean, like you said, not all romantic relationships have sex. Right. But, I mean, they can't, you know? Yeah. No, I, I By don't the norm, understand. they go together. Right. And I think... And, like, obviously there are people who, you know, they'll, they'll wait till they get married to have sex, and yeah. that doesn't mean that their relationship is somehow lesser until they have had sex. But I right. think just the thought that, like, you will eventually have sex. Yeah. You, like, you will eventually get to that point is yeah. what a lot of people view as, like, oh, this is, you know, this relationship is greater than platonic ones. Yeah. And I think there's also just, like... When I tell people that I'm, like, you know, not, I don't expect to be in a long-term romantic relationship mm-hmm. or expect to get married, um, they, like, pity me. Yeah. And they they think that I'm saying that not because whatever, but because they think that I don't think 
that I will ever find someone. Right. And they think it's me being pessimistic. When really it's like you don't. Right. Like, there's a difference between people being like, oh, I'm never going to get married because they are, like, single life forever and I suck Mm -hmm. and no one loves me. And the difference between you, who's like, no, I don't want that. I don't want that. And when I explain that to them, I'm like, no, I just, I don't really want that for myself. Like, where I am right now, I don't see that ever happening. Their first question, or their first response is always, why? Like, why do I not want this relationship that's, like, the pinnacle of all relationships? Like, why would I not want this, like... You like I almost feel like they think I'm missing out or that I'm not going to be fulfilled if I don't have this romantic relationship. And obviously I'm kind of biased because of my situation, yeah. but I, like, I don't think you need a romantic relationship to be fulfilled in your, like, friendships or your right. relationships in general. Like, you don't, you don't need that shit. Yeah. I mean, if you want that shit, cool. Yeah. But you don't need it to be a human being. Yeah. Or, like, to be fulfilled. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. And a lot of that, it just makes me think of how many, like, rom-coms there are, and mm-hmm. so relationships are just like, oh, that's so great, and you go see movies about it and everything. Mm-hmm. And so people picture that. When you picture your life, I think a lot of people picture, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get married and then right. I'm going to have I, kids or whatever. And they don't realize that there's another way to visualize well, your white picket fence house. Legitimately like, what happened life. to me is I thought for my entire life, up until high school, that I was going to get married, I was going to have kids, because that's what everyone I knew did. With right. a few exceptions. But to me, those people were exceptions. Mm-hmm. Like, I was, you know, going to get married and I was going to have kids. And, like, I never thought about whether or not I really wanted to. I was just like, oh, this is what's going to happen. And it wasn't until I was in high school and one of my teachers was unmarried, didn't have kids. Um, Like, she was a teacher, so, like, they don't get paid much. But she was, like, able to travel the world because she didn't have, you know, all these other things that, like, to her weren't, at least they didn't seem that important to her. And I was like, whoa. You can do that? Yeah. You can lead a fulfilled life (laughs) and do that? Oh! And that was when I first started realizing that maybe I don't want to get married. Mm -hmm. Maybe I don't want to have kids. And there are absolutely ace people who do want kids. Oh, sure. But, like, for me, like, that was when I first started thinking, like, okay, well, maybe the, you know, husband's two, husband, two and a half kids, white picket fence is not... It's not what you want. Not for me. But, like, Mm -hmm. I spent my whole life thinking that's what I was going to do because that was the norm. That was what was expected, and, like, I yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and thinking about it, when I was growing up, the only people I know that didn't have kids, it was because of, like, necessity, or they couldn't. Like, I have a family member that couldn't have kids, so she never did. And I right. remember asking my mom when I was very little, like, why doesn't she have kids? And my mm-hmm. mom was like, well, she can't. But I had, I asked that question mm-hmm. of, like, why does she not have children? Right. And I have other family members that are married, and they're both in the military. And so mm-hmm. they've, they, it took a long time for them to even get married because they were both, you know, deployed yeah. and all over the place. And so I don't know if they ever wanted kids anyway, but it's not like they could have feasibly had them and kept their, both right. kept their careers. So, yeah, there's not many examples of people yeah. that don't want them, and that's why they don't have and them. And that's a whole other pod. <laughs> real but (laughs) but I mean that that idea of like you know that this specific connection of a romantic and sexual relationship is one that you're expected to have and I didn't realize that not having that was an option until I was like 16 which is old yeah (laughs) it's old and and so that kind of relates to so I a couple weeks ago ran across a it's basically TED talk it's not it's some other thing similar to Ted. But it's, it's a Ted talk, it's right? It's a different brand. It's a different brand of Ted. Um, 
And it is by David Jay, who is the guy who founded the website Avon, which for those of you who don't know, it's it's at asexuality.org, asexuality.org, if you want to check it out. Promo, you're welcome, David J. Yeah, for we're doing so much our for three him. listeners. We have like we have like sixty. 60 okay? <laughs> and they're all our we're friends. Killing it. <laughs> um no, but but basically it's it's a website. It's basically the basis of the ace community as it is today. It was basically like the first real place, like this like open space for ace people and people who fell under the the ace umbrella to kind of like talk about their experiences and like relate to each other and be like oh there's nothing wrong with me this is a thing i'm not crazy (laughs) yeah there's Um, like a name for what's happening and so it's 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 very important to the ace community and so we were watching this ted talk i also made kayla watch it much to her dismay because she doesn't have the patience to sit for 16 minutes but but we did (laughs) we made it and um it was just interesting because I don't. I don't think he did the greatest job of explaining sexual, like asexuality. No, which you've definitely explained it to me better. Yeah, I think it's just because he was trying to do it quickly, and like he made it sound a little bit like it was you're choosing not to have sex, which is not really how it works. I didn't get that as much. It's just like there. I know there's more of a spectrum of asexuality, yeah. and he labeled it as. People who really like sex, people who kind of like sex, and people who don't like it, right. which isn't really what asexuality totally. is. Yeah. But I understand why he did it. If you're explaining that to someone who's exactly. never who's heard never of asexuality before, you can't just throw right. that much at them at right. once and expect them to really like take it in. So exactly. I understand why he had to do that. It just right. kind of sucks. Yeah, but basically, he was talking in this TED Talk, whatever talk, about like connection and like how in our society like, connection and, like, relationships are very tangled up in sexuality. And so if you, you know, don't feel attracted to people sexually or romantically, like, it's it's difficult to, like, kind of not find your place, but, like, it's it's hard it's hard to figure out for everyone, but like especially it's kind of hard so, to like fit in, I right? Guess. Yeah, right. And like um, one of the things he was talking about was he had um, a friend who they were really good friends, and he and that friend sat down and like had a conversation about their relationship, about like where it was going and like the kind of time that they were like wanting to put into it and that sort of thing, and like it really like deepened their friendship, but it was still completely platonic. And that was something that was really interesting to me, because when I think of people sitting down and talking about their relationships, it's always romantic. Yeah, at first when he said that, I, like, looked at you and I made a face, because it made me so uncomfortable to think about sitting down with you and talking about that. And I really think that's the difference between a friendship and a relationship that I started thinking about, is in a relationship, you talk about your relationship Mm -hmm. often. Right. Especially long-term relationships, you're sitting down talking, like, what do we both want? What are we doing? The classic, like, what are we? Right. Like, I mean, we all make fun of it, but it's an important conversation. Yeah. But with friendships, you don't really have that. Like, right. we kind of just mutually know, like, we out here, we're hey. in love, <laughs> platonically. And, but, like, we don't have that conversation. Right. Yeah, and I think that's definitely an interesting thing that, like, differentiates romantic relationships versus platonic ones is, like... Well, romantic ones, we talk about them. And I don't know if maybe talking about them makes them feel more important, make them feel more real. I think it makes them feel more, oh, I just hit the word. Mm-hmm. Like, you're self-aware. Yeah. In a friendship, there's a lot of friendships that I have that I'm not very self-aware of. I'm yeah. like, yeah, I'm friends with them, but I don't think about a relationship. Ever. Right. Right. They're just there. Yeah. 
And I think I think that might be part of the reason why they're viewed so differently is just because it's just the amount of time we spend thinking about that relationship, not the person, but about the relationship. Yeah. And people ask you, like, people ask me that I haven't talked in a while, like, oh, how are you and Patrick? They don't ask mm-hmm. about Patrick, they ask about how are you and Patrick How doing? is your relationship? Yeah. And so, oh, that's my boyfriend. I don't think I've ever said because Hi, Patrick. Um, <laughs> Patrick is Kayla's boyfriend. <laughs> gotta be listening to this. Um, I'll kill him. Um, yeah, so people ask about the relationship. And people ask him, no, I don't think everyone has ever come up to me and be like, how are you and Sarah? Right. Like, we're still in love. Right. I don't know. People ask about you when you were in Germany. They were like, right. oh, how's Sarah doing? And I was like, probably dead. I don't right. know. But they all, no one asks me and Sarah about our relationship because right. they're always, they assume that we're doing fine. Right. And it's like, and one of the things, additionally, that he was talking about in this TED Talk, whatever talk, is that um, a relationship, there's there's a person and there's another person, and a relationship is something that falls in between them. Right. And I think that was an interesting way to think about it, because, like, I don't think of my friendships that way mm-hmm. at all. And so I, th- I think it is interesting to think about friendships in more of a the way that we do think about romantic relationships and that, like, all right, well, what is this friendship? Where is it going? Yeah, like, and it's it's kind of like the, the relationship itself is a third person. Right. Like, there's you, and then there's the other person, and then there's you together, which right. is completely different than you two separate. Right. right, you don't necessarily think about the person in the same way you think about the relationship. Right. Yeah. Oh, man. <sighs> so many things. Sarah, should we talk about where our relationship is going? I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> Good. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's just... It's just, I just, I just have beef with people, because, I mean, it's, it's similar to people asking about you and Patrick, is, like, they, I mean, yes, they do sometimes ask about me, too, but, like, they, they ask about Patrick because that's seen as, like, a more important relationship than necessarily the one with me. Right. And, like, I feel like, I feel like the people who like, ask me about you are people who know both of us personally. Yeah. Whereas if you're in a relationship with someone, even if they don't necessarily know your significant other, they still might ask. Right. Yeah, I have friends that some I like, don't talk to as often, and they'll check in and be like, oh, are you still still together? Right. No one asks me if we're still friends. Right. But I think that kind of... Uh, that's the only thing with friendships, and I think, especially after you get out of high school, mm-hmm. they're less kind of volatile, and yeah. so relationships end more frequently than friendships. Right. I would say... On average. Right. Unless you're very dramatic. I hate you. <laughs> I know. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, people... I don't know. I, yeah. Right. And it's just... I think that's part of my beef, is it kind of, like, feeds a fear that I think... I I think a lot of other Aerosmith people have this, like, fear of, like, okay, well, all of my friends are gonna get married, or get into long-term romantic relationships, and they're gonna be all about their partner and, like, forget about me. And, like, because, like, I I feel like a lot of times you'll run across, like, people who are, like, married that only hang out with other married people. Yeah. And it's like, hi, I'm still here. in my basement. Me and Patrick have talked about it. You're allowed. He said you're allowed to be a non-sexual third party for the money you'll bring in, to which I told him, Sarah will have no no money, money. (laughs) but you can still sleep in my basement. Amazing. Yeah, but I feel (laughs) like (laughs) I'm about it, as long as I don't feel like a third wheel. Well, I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) I think Patrick will be the third wheel. (laughs) Yeah, but I, I think it's just, like, this... It's just society, man. My 
life is not any less fulfilling because I don't have a romantic relationship. It's not the reason your life is less fulfilling. The reason There's my life is less fulfilling is because I'm dead inside. <laughs> that is the reason. But I'm not dead inside because I'm airways. I'm dead inside for other reasons. Lots of other reasons. No, but Sexuality has nothing to do with it. Sexuality has nothing to do with it. But yeah, I think it's just... It just makes me sad when yeah. when people automatically prioritize romantic relationships just by virtue of them being romantic. Yeah. Or, like, people will, like, get into a relationship and they'll be in a relationship for, like, a month. And, like, these friends that they've had for years, gone, they won't yeah. necessarily dish them, but, like, very suddenly their significant other is always prioritized mm-hmm. over this friend that you've had for six years. And yeah. it's, like, you don't have to, like ditch your significant other for, like, your best friend, but, like, I think as a person, you need to think not just about how you're prioritizing your significant others, but also how you're prioritizing the other people in your life, Mm -hmm. and, like, I mean, that, again, comes back to, like, having conversations, like, even if that's just sitting down with yourself and being, like, okay, what relationships do I view as a priority, Mm -hmm. and that I want to take the time to be, like, yeah. An active member yeah. of this. <clears throat> and romantic and relationships and platonic ones, they are different. Like, mm-hmm. no matter how equal they'll get, they're yeah. always going to be different. Right. But, I mean, I don't think that they're, yeah, I don't think that the reason you should prioritize one over the other is because of what right. amount of romance is in right. it. Just because they're different doesn't mean that one type is necessarily better than the other. Right. It's just that they're different. They're different. So yeah, moral of the story. Don't make your, don't, don't make know. your airways friends feel bad. I don't even know what the moral of the story is. Stop it. Moral of the story is everyone don't break up with you. No, everyone break up with your significant other. Only friendships from now. Only on. friendships from now. No on. romance. It's dead. Oh, romance is dead. <laughs> See, I told you it's dead. That's the topic. Romance is dead. So now, anytime we say anything like that, I feel like I have to disclaim it and be like, airways people don't believe this. No, I'm just making fun of you. I know you are, but I just feel the need to disclaim listen, all the time. Never listen to what I say. <laughs> Sarah's. I'll just That's my disclaimer. <laughs> Don't listen to K1. Alright. I have great opinions. But yeah. So, I've got a lot of beef. I feel like I was pretty calm though. Whole cow. Whole cow beef. Whole cow beef. Full. Maybe even two cows. That's a lot of cows. That's a lot of cows. I recently heard about a cow that was the size of like an elephant because that's it was pumped up on so many steroids and oh, then it was good. very sad and I had to go to like a rehab bar. No. I'm kidding. That's not that's not my beef cow. I had like arthritis. Alright. That's unrelated, Kayla. No, it did. I don't have arthritis. No. The cow had arthritis. To the pod. They need to know. <laughs> Cow's rights. Okay. But yeah, no, it. tell tell us how you feel. Uh, we have a Twitter and an email. They're Ooh. both well, okay. Well, the they're Twitter not, is at, <laughs> is at soundsfakepod, and the email is soundsfakepod at gmail.com. They're like reverse. The at is just yeah on the other side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, like, tell us, tell us how you feel. Have Have tell I changed your, your mind? Feelings. Was I completely non eloquent, so you don't understand yes. what I said? Well, that yes. Yeah, that happens. <laughs> um. But yeah. Or, like, give us ideas for other pods. Or if you think that you want to have us answer your life questions. Because Sarah can't give good advice. I'm horrible at giving advice. I say I give mediocre advice. I give, like, good advice, like, on accident sometimes. Yeah, it's very out of the blue. Right. But, like, I am not really reliable for advice. So ask us advice and get 
dubious answers, like the podcaster John and Hank, where they just give dubious advice. I feel like I would give good advice, though. Don't do All right. Don't. All right, calm down. All right, we're trying to wrap this up, Kayla. Psych major. (laughs) Um, And then, if you want to keep listening to us and give us your support, you can, whatever area you're listening to us from, we're on... Keep uh, doing it. Keep (laughs) doing it. We're on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, Google Play. That's all of them. That's it. And And in your ears. And inside of your ear holes. Oh, okay. So click that, that subscribe or follow button inside your ear hole and leave us a comment or a rating. Give us that should five we, star. Five star. Or should we do five another? Star. Ra- we should do another question. question. Ooh. All right. Oh, I don't have one. I don't either. Oh, thoughts on cows. <laughs> thoughts on cows. Tell us your thoughts on cows, and also press one for cows. Cows. Two for two cows. Two for two. (laughs) How much beef do you have with this topic? Is it one one cow, two cows, or are you stupid and is it zero cows? Yep. How many, how many, one cow for, I have a small amount of beef Mm -hmm. with how society. I'd say it's an average, one is like an average amount of beef. One is average amount of beef. Two is like a Sarah amount of beef. Two is like me beef. Sarah beef. And then negative cow is, um, (laughs) Is leave. <laughs> I assume you're prioritizing your romantic relationships just by virtue of them being romantic, and I urge you to reconsider. <laughs> we politely ask you to rethink your life. Yep. So just in the comments or the ratings of whatever you're listening to us, or just tweet from, us aggressively, or just tweet, tweet us, us cow pics. I don't t- know. Ooh, send. You know it's better. Send moon. No. <laughs> send moon. <laughs> die. You know it's better than dick pics. Cow pics. Cow pics. <laughs> I would, Angry, I would, you, Angry, you I would accept you an unsolicited cow pic. Speaking of which, if you want to listen to our last podcast, our very first one, it was about dick pics, not cow pics. Dick pics. So I if you want to give that a little, a little listen, we'll listen uh, in your ear that'll hole. be good. All right. So that is it. We need to stop. Yep. All right. Bye. We still don't have an outro.